hello and welcome back to crystal's view um so okay you're a mom or a dad now you're a parent and you've never thought about the idea of actually parenting your child until you actually had one right so let's take a few steps back here um I minored in psychology in college, and one of the classes I took was um, child development um, from one to like, I guess, 12, and it taught about like the different levels of learning and the different types of parenting, and um, this as of recently has been a, a subject matter that a lot of my friends and I have, have been talking about, um, because again, we're all becoming parents now and um what I did is I decided I would go online and try to define some of the different types of parenting styles that there are out there um according to positiveparentingalley.com um there's five most powerful parenting styles around um positive parenting um, attachment parenting, unconditional parenting, spiritual parenting, and slow parenting. Um, these five types of parenting styles uh, that are presented, um, they're rich in high level awareness and consciousness along with a keen eye for the big picture and long-term goals and they create a deep presence uh, with an intimate connection and unconditional love you know mutual respect full of acceptance along with the basic trust in children their abilities skills and knowledge um, I believe that these types of um, styles like positive parenting, attachment parenting, unconditional parenting, spiritual parenting, and slow parenting illuminate these skills. Um, I think in my house we practice, um, I guess, positive parenting. Um, I'll tell you how that's going in a minute. <laughs> um, so what is positive parenting? Right? What's the scientific origin of po positive parenting? Well, positive parenting um, is a philosophy that is actually relatively new. Um, positive parenting draws its main values, insights, and theories from one of the latest, latest newly accepted scientific branches of philosophy. Um, positive psychology, as an in institutionalized scientific discipline was coined in the 1998 by American psychologist uh, Martin. Um, it's also nicknamed happiness psychology. It's basically a study of psychology on the essence of human happiness, fulfillment, and meaningfulness. Um, what characterized genuinely happy and satisfied people and how do they get there, right? So, positive psychology was like a strategic way uh, to help people have like more of a positive 
future. So possibilities, goals and abilities, rather than just focusing on the past, you know, like trauma, illness and pain. Um, This means helping people finding their inner strengths, skills and desires rather than just focusing the more traditional themes of emotional pain, trauma and illness. Um, So positive psychology um, focuses basically on the future, if you want to think about that. Um, characteristics and goals of the positive parenting approach is similar to positive um, psychology. Positive parenting is about empowering children. So I like to empower my daughter. I, I think we, in our house, try to make sure our children stay empowered through the way we, you know, discipline them and have her... I. You know, like, my mom probably wouldn't agree with most of the things that I do with her now because I was raised, excuse me, I was raised in a house where it was just really strict. (laughs) Um, So, positive parenting, it's about unconditional support, which will powerfully fuel their self-esteem. Um... So as to prepare them to get the most out of themselves and of life. Positive parenting is fueled by the belief that complete fulfillment and deep satisfaction results from being authentic to the potentialite. I don't know. Potentialities. There you go. It's hard to come out of my mouth of themselves. It's helping them find self-actualization. So they're consciously and consistently focused on minimizing um, our personal biased ambitions on behalf of our children and instead support their interests, which we do practice. Um, I want my daughter and my son growing up supported and feeling like they can achieve anything within their heart's content. Um, um, But I do impose rules. So maybe this isn't my style. Um, It says, rather than imposing strict rules, preaching do's and don'ts and teaching. Positive parenting focuses on guiding or in more therapeutic terms, coaching. So positive parenting is more like a, a life coach approach to raising your kids supposedly okay the second atta- the second one is attachment parenting also known as intuitive parenting or natural parenting maybe this is what we are more in my house um it says attachment parenting is a parenting style coined and developed by professor in pediatrics dr sears oh snaps i think this is the um same doctor that i'm actually certified under um the parenting philosophy of attachment parenting draws a british psychology john uh bulby's 1940s and 1950s cutting age studies excuse me of early child separation behavior child grief and caregiver attachment and his research 
John Bowlby abandoned the uh, prevailing psychoanalytic mindset put forward by Anna Freud and Melanie Klein and developed his own groundbreaking attachment theory. Attachment theory was empirically refined by developmental psychologist Mary Ainsworth, who conducted the famous lab research study, The Strange Situation, experiment where she delineated the four infant attachment styles of secure attachment, avoidant attachment, ambivalent attachment, and insecure attachment. The healthiest attachment style with the most desirable and positive outcome is secure attachment, which is also the goal of attachment parents. Oh, characteristics and goals of attachment parent. The aim of attachment parenting is to strengthen the intuitive, psychological, and emotional bond between the primary caregiver, typically the mother and child. Yeah, I think this is me. Um, various research studies have proved that a basic sense of emotional and existential security is a crucial cornerstone in healthy child development. This high focus on meeting needs is best done by very close attachment between caregiver and child. The logic is that the more you tune in to bond with and connect with your child the better you will know your child and thus the more quickly you will be able to read your child understand and fulfill his or her needs dr steers strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoiled and dependent children he believes the complete opposite is true that the more and the quicker you meet your children's need, the better and the faster you you prepare them for healthy independence. Hmm. I don't know. I would like to know your opinion on that part, actually. Um, if you can, send me a message and let me know if you believe that to be true. What Dr. Uh, Sears strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoil and in dependent children i'd love to hear your um view on that um number three would be unconditional parenting also known as conscious parenting um and the term unconditional parenting is coined by author alfie khan and stems from his book published under the same name Unconditional parenting is based on the therapeutic principles of the unconditional positive regard. Treating a child from the philosophy of an unconditional positive regard means accepting and supporting the child no matter how he or she behaves or what he or she says. The child will thus gain an experience of being valued for who he or she is, regardless of whether his or her actions are approved or disapproved of. The unconditional positive regard was coined by the famous therapist Carl Rogers. In short, Carl Rogers believed that raising a child in the spirit of the unconditional positive regard is necessary for the child to be able uh, to reach full growth and unhindered self-actualization. According to Rogers, a typical and widespread hindrance to full self-actualization is 
conditional positive regard, also known as praise. So praising your children to success, basically, in, in, in short of what all that just explained. When a child is praised for acceptance behavior, the child comes to equate his or her actions with his or her self-worth. Hmm. I don't know. Do you guys agree with that? I don't know if I agree with that statement. Thus, in order to feel accepted, the child will show good behavior. Not because it feels good as such, but because the child has learnt that good behavior leads to approval and attention. Thus, the child's motivation for being good is externally based rather than originating from within. Okay, so the characteristics and goals of unconditional parenting um, says that basically he says that um, threats, punishments, as well as praise, also known as positive reinforcement parenting, are basically tools of manipulation aimed at controlling our kids with a weapon of love. Meaning, if you behave, I will show you love, and if you don't, I will not show you love. According to Alfie Kahn, such traditional parenting strategies of manipulation create the belief in our children's mind that they have to work for our affection. I don't know. Again, I don't use the tool of love to discipline my daughter uh, when she does things. However, I do discipline her to make sure that um, she, she knows that there's a line because... I mean, granted, right now she's in kindergarten, right? She's in kindergarten and her first day of school was tragic because, um, first of all, okay, let me backtrack. Her first day of school, I dropped her off at her daycare. Okay. I was pregnant still with my son at the time. It was her first day at school. I dropped her off at daycare so they could drop her off because I was working at the time, full time. Uh, They dropped her off to the wrong school. I, thinking ahead, made like a tag with my information on it so that just in case something like that happened, they would find her and she would be safe. Luckily, I made the tag and immediately the principal of the school that she was dropped off recognized that she wasn't supposed to be at the school and we got it sorted. Then she went to class and I don't know if her teacher expected to be dealing with a golden child or golden children because kids are kids, right? Like kids are kids. I got complaints about my daughter's behavior the next day. Mind you, I had to leave work early because I was just so devastated and so distraught and emotional because you know when you're pregnant you're just overly everything um from the fact that my daughter was lost and it was her first day of school that I could not even attend um and when I went to her school like when I addressed the teacher she addressed my daughter as her special child like my day was already traumatic you address my daughter as she's your special student, right? Child, whatever. You walk back into your classroom and the next day I get nothing but complaints on my phone. Mind you, I've been communicating with her the whole entire time. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, 
But teachers have a way of making you feel like you're the worst parent in the world. Like, like you don't know what you're doing. And granted, we don't. If you have kids, you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing the best that you know. Does that make any sense? So I want to just tell you parents that are just beating yourselves up about your children's behavior. Or if you feel like you're not doing enough. You know what? You're doing what you can. And don't let no one make you feel any less or any different than how you feel already. If you weren't meant to be a parent, you wouldn't be. And I really believe that. So accept your blessings and and be the best parent that you know to be. We've all been kids before. And I, I, I think we can use our best judgments as to what worked for ourselves versus what didn't work for ourselves, right? So I guess in short, yeah, there are different parenting styles out there. And, and you know, I liked what was listed here. Like they have spiritual and, parent and holistic parenting. Um, and it's about respecting each child's individuality and, and to create the space for each child to develop his or her own beliefs based on his or her unique personality, you know? And then they have slow parenting, also known as, uh, I don't know, nutrient parenting. Um, It's a reactionary parenting response to both the stressful rat race mentality and the suffocating, overprotective tendencies of modern Western parenting. The term slow parenting is a term that has been created on the basis of, um, I don't know, this book called Under Pressure, Rescuing Our Children from the Culture of Hyper-Parenting, okay? So, like, there are just so many different, I say do what works best for you. Okay, I were I was raised, I'd like to believe, in authoritative parenting um, household. Um, it's characterized by high behavior control, okay, and high parental responsiveness. I really think that each parenting type and style really should be used depending on the on the situation. I believe in all of the, I really like what every parenting style has to offer. And I believe that, you know, in certain situations, you need to be each type of these parents. You need to do that, you know. And um, I'd like to, I guess if you go on my Facebook page or if you private message me, I'll send you the website but it's positiveparentingalley.com and it's it's pretty interesting stuff but I'd like to hear your opinions and what you feel your parenting style is and do you agree with me do you agree that you should be all all types of parenting styles depending on the situation I like to hear your point of view Well, that's my take on parenting. Um, I'd love to hear yours. Thanks for listening.
that last segment was the sweet, sweet sound of my son, Salim Carmelo Benitez. <laughs> I love this boy to death. He's actually now more calm <laughs> after that whole ordeal. He likes to do that to get my attention a lot. This little guy of mine. How many of you guys like had to go through that, right? Like I remember um, his first few months, it wasn't that easy. Here comes my daughter. She's a little tummy ache that we've been trying to remedy with some tea. And I think she's coming in here to complain more about that. The joys of parenting. What's up, Lala? You want me? So my parenting style (laughs) is a bit of attachment. So whenever I'm doing something, (laughs) I always have my children flock to me. (laughs) <laughs> now my daughter is just plopping herself next to me to cuddle up so she can go to sleep. She's bawling herself up. Looking for comfort. I wish you guys could see this, but you can't. She literally, she's five. So she literally just crawled into bed, plopped herself on my arm, and now her brother's rolling out of my lap. I can't win here. <laughs> it's just a losing battle for me. <laughs> And now he's getting fussy. She's getting comforted. Right? (laughs) What's wrong, baby? Did you finish the tea I made for you? Go finish the tea, baby. Oh, okay. Well, now she's tired. So, this is how attachment parenting is working out for me. (laughs) Um, When she was a baby, she would sleep on my chest, and we did the whole skin-to-skin thing. And, um, yes, I'm in my room, and yes, she's in my bed. (laughs) And she hasn't left it since I invited her into it. So... How many of you parents are going through that? I'd love to know. And because we've had parents out there, they're like, no, I'm anti-having kids. I actually have a friend who who is making it her business to make sure her child gets used to her crib. <laughs> um, which I think is cute. <laughs> um, but we are different. Like, I like having my kids in my bed. I like cuddling and hugging and rocking and, you know, giving them that comfort that that you get when you're being hugged and loved on by your parent. I mean, I used to love cuddle time with my mom. So only natural. I would want my kids next to me. <laughs> um, but she only does this now when she wants to go to sleep when when she was younger it used to be kind of constant um with my son now it's constant because he's a baby (laughs) right and you want your kids to feel loved i mean that is my own opinion on it i'm sure that you guys have a lot of opinions on this um studies have shown letting your child cry for too long is not a good thing for them, which is crazy. 
Um, so then it comes to play one of the things that I did mention earlier, one of the parenting styles again. So that's why I feel like you should utilize all the parenting styles just for the right situation. So, um, cause you never know, like as a parent, things change, life change. There's always fluctuations in situations. So like, what do you do? What do you do? Like, for instance, I just had my daughter crawl into bed next to me. And my son is now across my lap watching on PBS, cat the hat. Feeling mighty comforted right now. Because they're all with mommy. I don't know any other way to be with my kids. And I don't think that I should be judged for it. Right? It's not fair to judge a parent by the choices they make for their kids. It's not fair to tell people how to parent. Um, But if they ask for your help or your opinion, I think an honest one is well-deserved. My little guy's just a little cranky. (laughs) So, I hope you enjoyed this segment. And please, answer some of these questions. I want to know what you know. Bye for now. Hello and welcome back to Crystal's View. Um, So, okay, you're a mom or a dad now. You're a parent. And you've never thought about the idea of actually parenting your child until you actually had one, right? So, let's take a few steps back here. Um, I minored in psychology in college, and one of the classes I took was um, child development um, from 1 to, like, I guess 12, and it taught about, like, the different levels of learning and the different types of parenting, and um, this, as of recently has been a a subject matter that a lot of my friends and I have have been talking about um, because, again, we're all becoming parents now. And um, what I did is I decided I would go online and try to define some of the different types of parenting styles that there are out there. Um, According to PositiveParentingAlley.com, there's five most powerful parenting styles around um positive parenting um attachment parenting unconditional parenting spiritual parenting and slow parenting um these five types of parenting styles uh that are presented um they're rich in high level awareness and consciousness along with a keen eye for the big picture and long-term goals and they create a deep presence uh with an intimate connection and unconditional love you know mutual respect full of acceptance along with the basic trust in children their abilities skills and knowledge um i believe that these types of 
um, styles like positive parenting, attachment parenting, unconditional parenting, spiritual parenting, and slow parenting illuminate these skills. Um, I think in my house we practice, um, I guess, positive parenting. Um, I'll tell you how that's going in a minute. (laughs) Um, So what is positive parenting, right? What's the scientific origin of positive parenting? Well, positive parenting um, is a philosophy that is actually relatively new. Um, Positive parenting draws its main values, insights, and theories from one of the latest, latest newly accepted scientific branches of philosophy. Um, Positive psychology, as an institutionalized scientific discipline, was coined in the 1998 by American psychologist Martin. it's also nicknamed happiness psychology. It's basically a study of psychology on the essence of human happiness, fulfillment, and meaningfulness. Um, what characterize genuinely happy and satisfied people and how do they get there, right? So positive psychology was like a strategic way uh, to help people have like more of a positive future so possibilities goals and abilities rather than just focusing on the past you know like trauma illness and pain um this means helping people finding their inner strengths skills and desires rather than just focusing the more traditional themes of emotional pain trauma and illness um So, positive psychology um, focuses basically on the future, if you want to think about that. Um, Characteristics and goals of the positive parenting approach is similar to positive um, psychology. Positive parenting is about empowering children. So, I like to empower my daughter. I, I think we, in our house try to make sure our children stay empowered through the way we you know discipline them and have her I you know like my mom probably wouldn't agree with most of the things that I do with her now because I was raised excuse me I was raised in a house where it was just really strict (laughs) um So, positive parenting, it's about unconditional support, which will powerfully fuel their self-esteem. So, as to prepare them to get the most out of themselves and of life. Positive parenting is fueled by the belief that complete fulfillment and deep satisfaction results from being authentic to the potentialite. I don't know, potentialities, there you go, it's hard to come out of my mouth, of themselves. It's helping them find self-actualization. 
so they're consciously and consistently focused on minimizing um, our personal biased ambitions on behalf of our children and instead support their interests, which we do practice. Um, I want my daughter and my son growing up supported and feeling like they can achieve anything within their heart's content. Um, um, but I do impose rules. So maybe this isn't my style. Um, it says rather than imposing strict rules, preaching do's and don'ts and teaching positive parenting focuses on guiding or in more therapeutic terms, coaching. So positive parenting is more like a, a life coach approach to raising your kids supposedly okay the second the second one is attachment parenting also known as intuitive parenting or natural parenting maybe this is what we are more in my house um it says attachment parenting is a parenting style coined and developed by professor in pediatrics dr sears oh snaps i think this is the um same doctor that i'm actually certified under Um, The parenting philosophy of attachment parenting draws a British psychology, John uh, Bowlby's 1940s and 1950s cutting-edge studies, excuse me, of early child separation behavior, child grief, and caregiver attachment. In his research, John Bowlby abandoned the prevailing psychoanalytic mindset put forward by Anna Frude and Melanie Klein and developed his own groundbreaking attachment theory. Attachment theory was empirically refined by developmental psychologist Mary Ainsworth, who conducted the famous lab research study, The Strange Situation, experiment where she delineated the four infant attachment styles of secure attachment, avoidant attachment, and benevolent attachment and insecure attachment the healthiest attachment style with the most desirable and positive outcome is secure attachment which is also the goal of attachment parents oh characteristics and goals of attachment parent the aim of attachment parenting is to strengthen the intuitive psychological and emotional bond between the primary caregiver typically the mother and child yeah, I think this is me. <laughs> um, various research studies have proved that a basic sense of emotional and existential security is a crucial cornerstone in healthy child development. This high focus on meeting needs is best done by very close attachment between caregiver and child. The logic is that the more you tune in to bond with and connect with your child the better you will know your child and thus the more quickly you will be able to read your child understand and fulfill his or her needs dr steers strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoiled and dependent children he believes the complete opposite is true that the more and the quicker you meet your children's need, the better and the faster you you prepare them for healthy independence. Hmm. 
I don't know. I would like to know your opinion on that part, actually. Um, If you can, send me a message and let me know if you believe that to be true. What Dr. Uh, Sears strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoil and in dependent children. I'd love to hear your um, view on that. Um, Number three would be unconditional parenting, also known as conscious parenting. Um, And the term unconditional parenting is coined by author Alfie Kahn and stems from his book published under the same name. Unconditional parenting is based on the therapeutic principles of the unconditional positive regard. Treating a child from the philosophy philosophy of an unconditional positive regard means accepting and supporting the child no matter how he or she behaves or what he or she says. The child will thus gain an experience of being valued for who he or she is regardless of whether his or her actions are approved or disapproved of. The unconditional positive regard was coined by the famous therapist Carl Rogers. In short, Carl Rogers believed that raising a child in the spirit of the unconditional positive regard is necessary for the child to be able uh, to reach full growth and unhindered self-actualization. According to Rogers, a typical and widespread hindrance to full self-actualization is conditional positive regard also known as praise so praising your children to success basically in 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 short of what all that just explained when a child is praised for acceptance behavior the child comes to equate his or her actions with his or her self-worth hmm i don't know do you guys agree with that i don't know if i agree with that statement thus in order to feel accepted the child will show good behavior, not because it feels good as such, but because the child has learned that good behavior leads to approval and attention. Thus, the child's motivation for being good is externally based rather than originating from within. Okay, so the characteristics and goals of unconditional parenting um says that basically he says that um threats punishments as well as praise also known as positive reinforcement parenting are basically tools of manipulation aimed at controlling our kids with a weapon of love meaning if you behave i will show you love and if you don't i will not show you love according to alfie khan such traditional parenting strategies of manipulation create the belief in our children's mind that they have to work for our affection i don't know again i don't use the tool of love to discipline my daughter uh, when she does things however i do discipline her to make sure that um she she knows that there's a line because i mean granted right now she's in kindergarten right she's in kindergarten and her first day of school was tragic because, um, first of all, okay, let me backtrack. Her first day of school, 
I dropped her off at her daycare. Okay, I was pregnant still with my son at the time. I, it was her first day at school. I dropped her off at daycare so they could drop her off because I, I was working at the time, full time. Uh, they dropped her off to the wrong school. I thinking ahead made like a tag with my information on it so that just in case something like that happened, they would find her and she would be safe. Luckily, I made the tag and immediately the principal of the school that she was dropped off recognized that she wasn't supposed to be at the school and we got it sorted. Then she went to class and I don't know if her teacher expected to be dealing with a golden child or golden children because kids are kids, right? Like kids are kids. I got complaints about my daughter's behavior the next day. Mind you, I had to leave work early because I was just so devastated and so distraught and emotional because, you know, when you're pregnant, you're just overly everything um, from the fact that my daughter was lost and it was her first day of school that I could not even attend. Um, And when I went to her school, like when I addressed the teacher, she addressed my daughter as her special child. Like my day was already traumatic. You address my daughter as she's your special student, right? Child, whatever. You walk back into your classroom and the next day I get nothing but complaints on my phone. Mind you, I've been communicating with her the whole entire time. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but teachers have a way of making you feel like you're the worst parent in the world. Like, like you don't know what you're doing. And granted, we don't. If you have kids, you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing the best that you know. Does that make any sense? So I want to just tell you parents that are just beating yourselves up about your children's behavior. Or if you feel like you're not doing enough. You know what? You're doing what you can. And don't let no one make you feel any less or any different than how you feel already. If you weren't meant to be a parent, you wouldn't be. And I really believe that. So accept your blessings and and be the best parent that you know to be. We've all been kids before. And I, I, I think we can use our best judgments as to what worked for ourselves versus what didn't work for ourselves, right? So I guess in short, yeah, there are different parenting styles out there and and, you know, I liked what was listed here. Like, they have spiritual and, parent and holistic parenting. Um, and it's about respecting each child's individuality and, and to create the space for each child to develop his or her own beliefs based on his or her unique personality. You know? And then they have slow parenting, also known as, uh, I don't know, nutrient parenting. Um, it's a reactionary parenting response to both the stressful rat race mentality and the suffocating overprotective tendencies of modern western parenting the term slow parenting is a term that has been created on the basis of um i don't know this book called under pressure rescuing our children from the culture of hyper parenting okay 
So, like, there are just so many different... I say do what works best for you. Okay, I I was raised, I'd like to believe, in authoritative parenting um, household. Um, It's characterized by high behavior control, okay, and high parental responsiveness. I really think that each parenting type and style really should be used depending on the on the situation. I believe in all of the I really like what every parenting style has to offer and I believe that you know in certain situations you need to be each type of these parents. You need to do that. You know? And um, I'd like to, I guess if you go on my Facebook page or if you private message me, I'll send you the website. But it's positiveparentingalley.com. And it's, it's pretty interesting stuff. But I'd like to hear your opinions and what you feel your parenting style is. And do you agree with me? Do you agree that you should be all all types of parenting styles depending on the situation? I like to hear your point of view. Well, that's my take on parenting. Um, I'd love to hear yours. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back to Crystal's View. Um, so, okay, you're a mom or a dad now. You're a parent. And you've never thought about the idea of actually parenting your child until you actually had one, right? So, let's take a few steps back here. Um, I minored in psychology in college. And one of the classes I took was um, child development um, from one to like, I guess, 12. And it taught about like the different levels of learning and the different types of parenting. And um, this as of recently has been a a subject matter that a lot of my friends and I have have been talking about Um, because, again, we're all becoming parents now. And... um, what I did is I decided I would go online and try to define some of the different types of parenting styles that there are out there. Um, according to PositiveParentingAlley.com, um, there's five most powerful parenting styles around. Um, positive parenting, um, attachment parenting, unconditional parenting, spiritual parenting and slow parenting um these five types of parenting styles uh that are presented um they're rich in high level awareness and consciousness along with a keen eye for the big picture and long-term goals 
and they create a deep presence uh, with an intimate connection and unconditional love. You know, mutual respect, full of acceptance, along with the basic trust in children, their abilities, skills, and knowledge. Um, I believe that these types of um, styles like positive parenting, attachment parenting, unconditional parenting, spiritual parenting, and slow parenting illuminate these skills. Um, I think in my house we practice, um, I guess, positive parenting. Um, I'll tell you how that's going in a minute. Um, So what is positive parenting, right? What's the scientific origin of positive parenting? Well, positive parenting um, is a philosophy that is actually relatively new. Um, Positive parenting draws its main values, insights, and theories from one of the latest latest newly accepted scientific branches of philosophy. Um, Positive psychology, as in institutionalized, Scientific discipline was coined in the ni- 1998 by American psychologist uh, Martin. Um, it's also nicknamed happiness psychology. It's basically a study of psychology on the essence of human happiness, fulfillment, and meaningfulness. Um, what characterize genuinely happy and satisfied people and how do they get there, right? So positive psychology was like a strategic way uh, to help people have like more of a positive future. So possibilities, goals and abilities, rather than just focusing on the past, you know, like trauma, illness, and pain. Um, This means helping people finding their inner strengths, skills, and desires rather than just focusing the more traditional themes of emotional pain, trauma, and illness. Um, So positive psychology Um, focuses basically on the future if you want to think about that Um, characteristics and goals of the positive parenting approach is similar to positive um, psychology positive parenting is about empowering children so I like to empower my daughter I, I think we in our house try to make sure our children stay empowered through the way we you know discipline them and have her I you know like my mom probably wouldn't agree with most of the things that I do with her now because I was raised excuse me I was raised in a house where it was just really strict (laughs) Um, so positive parenting it's about unconditional support which will powerfully fuel their self-esteem. So as to prepare them to get the most out of themselves and of life, positive parenting is fueled by the belief that complete fulfillment and deep satisfaction results from being authentic to the 
potentialite. I don't know. Potentialities. There you go. It's hard to come out of my mouth. Of themselves. It's helping them find self-actualization. So they're consciously and consistently focused on minimizing um, our personal biased ambitions on behalf of our children and instead support their interests, which we do practice. Um, I want my daughter and my son growing up supported and feeling like they can achieve anything within their heart's content. Um, um, But I do impose rules. So maybe this isn't my style. Um, It says, rather than imposing strict rules, preaching do's and don'ts and teaching. Positive parenting focuses on guiding or in more therapeutic terms, coaching. So positive parenting is more like a, a life coach approach to raising your kids supposedly okay the second attack the second one is attachment parenting also known as intuitive parenting or natural parenting maybe this is what we are more in my house um it says attachment parenting is a parenting style coined and developed by professor in pediatrics dr sears oh snaps i think this is the um same doctor that i'm actually certified under um, the parenting philosophy of attachment parenting draws a British psychology John uh, Bowlby's 1940s and 1950s cutting-edge studies excuse me, of early child separation behavior, child grief, and caregiver attachment. In his research, John Bowlby abandoned the a prevailing psychoanalytic mindset put forward by Anna Frude and Melanie Klein and developed his own groundbreaking attachment theory. Attachment theory was empirically refined by developmental psychologist Mary Ainsworth, who conducted the famous lab research study, The Strange Situation, experiment where she delineated the four infant attachment styles of secure attachment, avoidant attachment, and benevolent attachment and insecure attachment the healthiest attachment style with the most desirable and positive outcome is secure attachment which is also the goal of attachment parents oh characteristics and goals of attachment parent the aim of attachment parenting is to strengthen the intuitive psychological and emotional bond between the primary caregiver typically the mother and child yeah, I think this is me. <laughs> um, various research studies have proved that a basic sense of emotional and existential security is a crucial cornerstone in healthy child development. This high focus on meeting needs is best done by very close attachment between caregiver and child. The logic is that the more you tune in to bond with and connect with your child the better you will know your child and thus the more quickly you will be able to read your child understand and fulfill his or her needs dr steers strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoiled and dependent children 
He believes the complete opposite is true. That the more and the quicker you meet your children's need, the better and the faster you you prepare them for healthy independence. Hmm. I don't know. I would like to know your opinion on that part, actually. Um, if you can, send me a message and let me know if you believe that to be true. What Dr. Uh, Sears strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoil and in dependent children. I'd love to hear your um, view on that. Um, number three would be unconditional parenting, also known as conscious parenting. Um, and the term unconditional parenting is coined by author Alfie Kahn and stems from his book published under the same name. Unconditional parenting is based on the therapeutic principles of the unconditional positive regard, treating a child from the philosophy philosophy of an unconditional positive regard means accepting and supporting the child no matter how he or she behaves or what he or she says. The child will thus gain an experience of being valued for who he or she is regardless of whether his or her actions are approved or disapproved of. The unconditional positive regard was coined by the famous therapist Carl Rogers. In short, Carl Rogers believed that raising a child in the spirit of the unconditional positive regard is necessary for the child to be able uh, to reach full growth and unhindered self-actualization. According to Rogers, a typical and widespread hindrance to full self-actualization is conditional positive regard also known as praise so praising your children to success basically in 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 short of what all that just explained when a child is praised for acceptance behavior the child comes to equate his or her actions with his or her self-worth hmm i don't know do you guys agree with that i don't know if i agree with that statement thus in order to feel accepted the child will show good behavior, not because it feels good as such, but because the child has learned that good behavior leads to approval and attention. Thus, the child's motivation for being good is externally based rather than originating from within. Okay, so the characteristics and goals of unconditional parenting um says that basically he says that um threats punishments as well as praise also known as positive reinforcement parenting are basically tools of manipulation aimed at controlling our kids with a weapon of love meaning if you behave i will show you love and if you don't i will not show you love according to alfie khan such traditional parenting strategies of manipulation create the belief in our children's mind that they have to work for our affection i don't know again i don't use the tool of love to discipline my daughter uh, when she does things however i do discipline her to make sure that um she she knows that there's a line because i mean granted right now she's in kindergarten right she's in kindergarten and 
her first day of school was tragic because, um, first of all, okay, let me backtrack. Her first day of school, I dropped her off at her daycare. Okay. I was pregnant still with my son at the time. I, it was her first day at school. I dropped her off at daycare so they could drop her off because I, I was working at the time, full time. Uh, they dropped her off to the wrong school. I, thinking ahead, made like a tag with my information on it so that just in case something like that happened, they would find her and she would be safe. Luckily, I made the tag. And immediately, the principal of the school that she was dropped off recognized that she wasn't supposed to be at the school, and we got it sorted. Then she went to class, and I don't know if her teacher expected to be dealing with a golden child or golden children, because kids are kids, right? Like, kids are kids. I got complaints about my daughter's behavior the next day. Mind you... I had to leave work early because I was just so devastated and so distraught and emotional because, you know, when you're pregnant, you're just overly everything um, from the fact that my daughter was lost and it was her first day of school that I could not even attend. Um, And when I went to her school, like when I addressed the teacher, she addressed my daughter as her special child, like my day was already traumatic you address my daughter as she's your special student right child whatever you walk back into your classroom and the next day I get nothing but complaints on my phone mind you I've been communicating with her the whole entire time crazy 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 um but teachers have a way of making you feel like you're the worst parent in the world like Like, you don't know what you're doing. And granted, we don't. If you have kids, you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing the best that you know. Does that make any sense? So, I want to just tell you parents that are just beating yourselves up about your children's behavior. Or if you feel like you're not doing enough. You know what? You're doing what you can. And don't let no one make you feel any less or any different than how you feel already. If you weren't meant to be a parent, you wouldn't be. And I really believe that. So accept your blessings and and be the best parent that you know to be. We've all been kids before. And I, I, I think we can use our best judgments as to what worked for ourselves versus what didn't work for ourselves, right? So I guess in short, yeah, there are different parenting styles out there and and, you know, I liked what was listed here. Like, they have spiritual and parent and holistic parenting. Um, and it's about respecting each child's individuality and, and to create the space for each child to develop his or her own beliefs based on his or her unique personality. You know? And then they have slow parenting, also known as, uh, I don't know, nutrient parenting. Um, it's a reactionary parenting response to both the stressful rat race mentality and the suffocating overprotective tendencies of modern western parenting the term slow parenting is a term that has been created on the basis of um 
I don't know, this book called Under Pressure, Rescuing Our Children from the Culture of Hyperparenting. Okay. So, like, there are just so many different... I say do what works best for you. Okay, I were I was raised, I'd like to believe, in authoritative parenting um, household. Um, it's characterized by high behavior control, okay, and high parental responsiveness. I really think that each parenting type and style really should be used depending on the on the situation. I believe in all of the I really like what every parenting style has to offer and I believe that you know in certain situations you need to be each type of these parents. You need to do that. You know? And um, I'd like to, I guess if you go on my Facebook page or if you private message me, I'll send you the website, but it's positiveparentingalley.com. And it's, it's pretty interesting stuff, but I'd like to hear your opinions and what you feel your parenting style is. And do you agree with me? Do you agree that you should be all all types of parenting styles depending on the situation i like to hear your point of view well that's my take on parenting um i'd love to hear yours thanks for listening Hello and welcome back to Crystal's View. Um, so, okay, you're a mom or a dad now. You're a parent. And you've never thought about the idea of actually parenting your child until you actually had one, right? So, let's take a few steps back here. Um, I minored in psychology in college. And one of the classes I took was um, child development um, from one to like, I guess, 12. And it taught about like the different levels of learning and the different types of parenting. And um, this as of recently has been a a subject matter that a lot of my friends and I have have been talking about Um, because, again, we're all becoming parents now. And... um, what I did is I decided I would go online and try to define some of the different types of parenting styles that there are out there. Um, according to PositiveParentingAlley.com, um, there's five most powerful parenting styles around. Um, positive parenting, um, attachment parenting, unconditional parenting, spiritual parenting and slow parenting um these five types of parenting styles uh 
that are presented. Um, They're rich in high level awareness and consciousness, along with a keen eye for the big picture and long term goals. And they create a deep presence uh, with an intimate connection and unconditional love, you know, mutual respect, full of acceptance, along with the basic trust in children, their abilities, skills and knowledge. Um, I believe that these types of um, styles like positive parenting, attachment parenting, unconditional parenting, spiritual parenting and slow parenting illuminate these skills. Um, I think in my house we practice, um, I guess, positive parenting. Um, I'll tell you how that's going in a minute. <laughs> um, so what is positive parenting, right? What's the scientific origin of po- positive parenting? Well, positive parenting um, is a philosophy that is actually relatively new. Um, positive parenting draws its main values, insights, and theories from one of the latest, latest newly accepted scientific branches of philosophy. Um, positive psychology as an institutionalized scientific discipline was coined in the 1998 by American psychologist uh, Martin Um, it's also nicknamed happiness psychology it's basically a study of psychology on the essence of human happiness fulfillment and meaningfulness um what characterize genuinely happy and satisfied people and how do they get there, right? So positive psychology was like a strategic way uh, to help people have like more of a positive future. So possibilities, goals and abilities, rather than just focusing on the past, you know, like trauma, illness, and pain. Um, This means helping people finding their inner strengths, skills, and desires, rather than just focusing the more traditional themes of emotional pain, trauma, and illness. Um, So, positive psychology Um, focuses basically on the future if you want to think about that Um, characteristics and goals of the positive parenting approach is similar to positive um, psychology positive parenting is about empowering children so I like to empower my daughter I, I think we in our house try to make sure our children stay empowered through the way we you know discipline them and have her I you know like my mom probably wouldn't agree with most of the things that I do with her now because I was raised excuse me I was raised in a house where it was just really strict (laughs) Um, so positive parenting it's about unconditional support which will powerfully fuel their self-esteem. 
so as to prepare them to get the most out of themselves and of life. Positive parenting is fueled by the belief that complete fulfillment and deep satisfaction results from being authentic to the potentialite. I don't know, potentialities, there you go, it's hard to come out of my mouth, of themselves. It's helping them find self-actualization. So they're consciously and consistently focused on minimizing um, our personal biased ambitions on behalf of our children and instead support their interests which we do practice um i want my daughter and my son growing up supported and feeling like they can achieve anything within their heart's content um um but i do impose rules so maybe this isn't my style um, it says, rather than imposing strict rules, preaching do's and don'ts and teaching. Positive parenting focuses on guiding or in more therapeutic terms, coaching. So positive parenting is more like a, a life coach approach to raising your kids, supposedly. Okay, the second, atta- the second one is attachment parenting, also known as intuitive parenting or natural parenting. Maybe this is what we are more in my house. Um, It says attachment parenting is a parenting style coined and developed by professor in pediatrics, Dr. Sears. Oh, snaps. I think this is the um, same doctor that I'm actually certified under. Um, The parenting philosophy of attachment parenting draws a British psychology, John uh, Bowlby's 1940s and 1950s cutting age studies excuse me of early child separation behavior child grief and caregiver attachment in his research john bowlby abandoned the uh, prevailing psychoanalytic mindset put forward by anna frude and melanie klein and developed his own groundbreaking attachment theory attachment theory was empirically refined by developmental psychologist mary ainsworth who conducted the famous lab research study, The Strange Situation, experiment where she delineated the four infant attachment styles of secure attachment, avoidant attachment, ambivalent attachment, and insecure attachment. The healthiest attachment style with the most desirable and positive outcome is secure attachment, which is also the goal of attachment parents. Oh, characteristics and goals of attachment parent. The aim of attachment parenting is to strengthen the intuitive, psychological, and emotional bond between the primary caregiver, typically the mother and child. Yeah, I think this is me. (laughs) Um, Various research studies have proved that a basic sense of emotional and existential security is a crucial cornerstone in healthy child development. This high focus on meeting needs is best done by very close attachment between caregiver and child. The logic is that the more you tune in to 
bond with and connect with your child, the better you will know your child and thus the more quickly you will be able to read your child, understand and fulfill his or her needs. Dr. Steers strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoiled and dependent children. He believes the complete opposite is true. That the more and the quicker you meet your children's need, the better and the faster you you prepare them for healthy independence. Hmm. I don't know. I would like to know your opinion on that part, actually. Um, if you can, send me a message and let me know if you believe that to be true. What Dr. Uh, Sears strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoil and in dependent children. I'd love to hear your um, view on that. Um, number three would be unconditional parenting, also known as conscious parenting. Um, and the term unconditional parenting is coined by author Alfie Kahn and stems from his book published under the same name. Unconditional parenting is based on the therapeutic principles of the unconditional positive regard, treating a child from the philosophy of an unconditional positive regard means accepting and supporting the child no matter how he or she behaves or what he or she says. The child will thus gain an experience of being valued for who he or she is regardless of whether his or her actions are approved or disapproved of. The unconditional positive regard was coined by the famous therapist Carl Rogers. In short, Carl Rogers believed that raising a child in the spirit of the unconditional positive regard is necessary for the child to be able uh, to reach full growth and unhindered self-actualization. According to Rogers, a typical and widespread hindrance to full self-actualization is conditional positive regard, also known as praise. So praising your children to success, basically, in, in, in short of what all that just explained. When a child is praised for acceptance behavior, the child comes to equate his or her actions with his or her self-worth. Hmm. I don't know. Do you guys agree with that? I don't know if I agree with that statement. Thus, in order to feel accepted, the child will show good behavior. Not because it feels good as such, but because the child has learned that good behavior leads to approval and attention. Thus, the child's motivation for being good is externally based rather than originating from within. Okay, so the characteristics and goals of unconditional parenting um, says that basically he says that um, threats, punishments, as well as praise, also known as positive reinforcement parenting, are basically tools of manipulation aimed at controlling our kids with a weapon of love. Meaning, if you behave, I will show you love, and if you don't, I will not show you love. According to Alfie Kahn, such traditional parenting strategies of manipulation create the belief in our children's mind that they have to work for our affection. I don't know. Again, 
I don't use the tool of love to discipline my daughter uh, when she does things. However, I do discipline her to make sure that um, she, she knows that there's a line. Because, I mean, granted, right now she's in kindergarten, right? She's in kindergarten and her first day of school was tragic because um first of all okay let me backtrack her first day of school I dropped her off at her daycare okay I was pregnant still with my son at the time it was her first day at school I dropped her off at daycare so they could drop her off because I was working at the time full time uh they dropped her off to the wrong school I, thinking ahead, made, like, a tag with my information on it so that just in case something like that happened, they would find her and she would be safe. Luckily, I made the tag. And immediately, the principal of the school that she was dropped off recognized that she wasn't supposed to be at the school, and we got it sorted. Then she went to class, and I don't know if her teacher expected to be dealing with a golden child or golden children because kids are kids right like kids are kids I got complaints about my daughter's behavior the next day mind you I had to leave work early because I was just so devastated and so distraught and emotional because you know when you're pregnant you're just overly everything um from the fact that my daughter was lost and it was her first day of school that I could not even attend Um, and when I went to her school, like when I addressed the teacher, she addressed my daughter as her special child. Like my day was already traumatic. You address my daughter as she's your special student, right? Child, whatever. You walk back into your classroom and the next day I get nothing but complaints on my phone. Mind you, I've been communicating with her the whole entire time crazy 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 um but teachers have a way of making you feel like you're the worst parent in the world like like you don't know what you're doing and granted we don't if you have kids you don't know what you're doing you're just doing the best that you know does that make any sense so i want to just tell you parents that are just beating yourselves up about your children's behavior or if you feel like you're not doing enough you know what you're doing what you can and don't let no one make you feel any less or any different than how you feel already if you weren't meant to be a parent you wouldn't be and I really believe that so accept your blessings and and be the best parent that you know to be we've all been kids before and I, I, I think we can use our best judgments as to what worked for ourselves versus what didn't work for ourselves, right? So I guess in short, yeah, there are different parenting styles out there. And, and you know, I liked what was listed here. Like they have spiritual and, parent, and holistic parenting. Um, and it's about respecting each child's individuality and and to create the space for each child to develop his or her own beliefs based on his or her unique personality, you know? And then they have slow parenting, also known as uh, 
I don't know, nutrient parenting. Um, it's a reactionary parenting response to both the stressful rat race mentality and the suffocating, overprotective tendencies of modern Western parenting. The term slow parenting is a term that has been created on the basis of, um, I don't know, this book called Under Pressure, Rescuing Our Children from the Culture of Hyper-Parenting, okay? So, like, there are just so many different, I say do what works best for you. Okay, I were I was raised. I'd like to believe in authoritative parenting, um, household, um. It's characterized by high behavior control, okay, and high parental responsiveness. I really think that each parenting type and style really should be used depending on the on the situation. I believe in all of the, I really like what every parenting style has to offer. And I believe that, you know, in certain situations, you need to be each type of these parents. You need to do that, you know? And um, I'd like to, I guess if you go on my Facebook page or if you private message me, I'll send you the website but it's positive parenting alley.com and it's it's pretty interesting stuff but i'd like to hear your opinions and what you feel your parenting style is and do you agree with me do you agree that you should be all all types of parenting styles depending on the situation i like to hear your point of view well, that's my take on parenting. Um, I'd love to hear yours. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome back to Crystal's View. Um, so okay you're a mom or a dad now you're a parent and you've never thought about the idea of actually parenting your child until you actually had one right so let's take a few steps back here um i minored in psychology in college and one of the classes i took was um child development um, from one to like I guess 12 and it taught about like the different levels of learning and the different types of parenting and um, this as of recently has been a, a subject matter that a lot of my friends and I have, have been talking about um, because again we're all becoming parents now and um, what I did is I decided I would go online and try to define some of the different types of parenting styles that there are out there. Um, according to positiveparentingalley.com, um, 
there's five most powerful parenting styles around um positive parenting um attachment parenting unconditional parenting spiritual parenting and slow parenting um these five types of parenting styles uh that are presented um they're rich in high level awareness and consciousness along with a keen eye for the big picture and long-term goals and they create a deep presence uh with an intimate connection and unconditional love you know mutual respect full of acceptance along with the basic trust in children their abilities skills and knowledge um i believe that these types of um styles like positive parenting attachment parenting unconditional parenting spiritual parenting and slow parenting illuminate these skills um i think in my house we practice um i guess positive parenting um i'll tell you how that's going in a minute <laughs> Um, So what is positive parenting, right? What's the scientific origin of positive parenting? Well, positive parenting um, is a philosophy that is actually relatively new. Um, Positive parenting draws its main values, insights, and theories from one of the latest latest newly accepted scientific branches of philosophy. Um, Positive psychology, as in institutionalized, Scientific discipline was coined in the ni- 1998 by American psychologist uh, Martin. Um, it's also nicknamed happiness psychology. It's basically a study of psychology on the essence of human happiness, fulfillment, and meaningfulness. Um, what characterize genuinely happy and satisfied people and how do they get there, right? So positive psychology was like a strategic way uh, to help people have like more of a positive future. So possibilities, goals and abilities, rather than just focusing on the past you know like trauma illness and pain um this means helping people finding their inner strengths skills and desires rather than just focusing the more traditional themes of emotional pain trauma and illness um so positive psychology Um, focuses basically on the future if you want to think about that Um, characteristics and goals of the positive parenting approach is similar to positive um, psychology positive parenting is about empowering children so I like to empower my daughter I, I think we in our house try to make sure our children stay empowered through the way we you know discipline them and have her I you know like my mom probably wouldn't agree with most of the things that I do 
with her now because I was raised excuse me I was raised in a house where it was just really strict (laughs) Um, so positive parenting it's about unconditional support which will powerfully fuel their self-esteem um so as to prepare them to get the most out of themselves and of life positive parenting is fueled by the belief that complete fulfillment and deep satisfaction results from being authentic to the potentialite i don't know potentialities there you go it's hard to come out of mouth of themselves it's helping them find self-actualization. So they're consciously and consistently focused on minimizing um, our personal biased ambitions on behalf of our children and instead support their interests, which we do practice. Um, I want my daughter and my son growing up supported and feeling like they can achieve anything within their heart's content. Um, um, But I do impose rules. So maybe this isn't my style. Um, It says, rather than imposing strict rules, preaching do's and don'ts and teaching. Positive parenting focuses on guiding or in more therapeutic terms, coaching. So positive parenting is more like a, a life coach approach to raising your kids supposedly okay the second the second one is attachment parenting also known as intuitive parenting or natural parenting maybe this is what we are more in my house um it says attachment parenting is a parenting style coined and developed by professor in pediatrics dr sears oh snaps i think this is the um same doctor that i'm actually certified under um the parenting philosophy of attachment parenting draws a british psychology john uh, bulby's 1940s and 1950s cutting age studies excuse me of early child separation behavior child grief and caregiver attachment in his research john bulby abandoned the uh, prevailing psychoanalytic mindset put forward by anna frude and Melanie Klein and developed his own groundbreaking attachment theory. Attachment theory was empirically refined by developmental psychologist Mary Ainsworth, who conducted the famous lab research study, The Strange Situation, experiment where she delineated the four infant attachment styles of secure attachment, avoidant attachment, and belovedant attachment and insecure attachment the healthiest attachment style with the most desirable and positive outcome is secure attachment which is also the goal of attachment parents oh characteristics and goals of attachment parent the aim of attachment parenting is to strengthen the intuitive psychological and emotional bond between the primary caregiver typically the mother and child yeah, I think this is me. 
Um, various research studies have proved that a basic sense of emotional and existential security is a crucial cornerstone in healthy child development. This high focus on meeting needs is best done by very close attachment between caregiver and child. The logic is that the more you tune in to bond with and connect with your child, the better you will know your child and thus the more quickly you will be able to read your child, understand and fulfill his or her needs. Dr. Steers strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoiled and dependent children. He believes the complete opposite is true. That the more and the quicker you meet your children's need, the better and the faster you you prepare them for healthy independence. Hmm. I don't know. I would like to know your opinion on that part, actually. Um, if you can, send me a message and let me know if you believe that to be true. What Dr. Uh, Sears strongly opposes the traditional view that always meeting your child's needs as quickly as possible results in spoil and in dependent children. I'd love to hear your um, view on that. Um, number three would be unconditional parenting, also known as conscious parenting. Um, and the term unconditional parenting is coined by author Alfie Kahn and stems from his book published under the same name. Unconditional parenting is based on the therapeutic principles of the unconditional positive regard. Treating a child from the philosophy of an unconditional positive regard means accepting and supporting the child no matter how he or she behaves or what he or she says. The child will thus gain an experience of being valued for who he or she is regardless of whether his or her actions are approved or disapproved of. The unconditional positive regard was coined by the famous therapist Carl Rogers. In short, Carl Rogers believed that raising a child in the spirit of the unconditional positive regard is necessary for the child to be able uh, to reach full growth and unhindered self-actualization. According to Rogers, a typical and widespread hindrance to full self-actualization is conditional positive regard, also known as praise. So praising your children to success, basically, in, in, in short of what all that just explained. When a child is praised for acceptance behavior, the child comes to equate his or her actions with his or her self-worth. Hmm. I don't know. Do you guys agree with that? I don't know if I agree with that statement. Thus, in order to feel accepted, the child will show good behavior. Not because it feels good as such, but because the child has learnt that good behavior leads to approval and attention. Thus, the child's motivation for being good is externally based rather than originating from within. Okay, so the characteristics and goals of unconditional parenting um, says that basically he says that um, threats, punishments, as well as praise 
also known as positive reinforcement parenting, are basically tools of manipulation aimed at controlling our kids with a weapon of love. Meaning, if you behave, I will show you love. And if you don't, I will not show you love. According to Alfie Kahn, such traditional parenting strategies of manipulation create the belief in our children's mind that they have to work for our affection. I don't know. Again, I don't use the tool of love to discipline my daughter uh, when she does things. However, I do discipline her to make sure that um, she, she knows that there's a line because... I mean, granted, right now she's in kindergarten, right? She's in kindergarten and her first day of school was tragic because, um, first of all, okay, let me backtrack. Her first day of school, I dropped her off at her daycare. Okay. I was pregnant still with my son at the time. It was her first day at school. I dropped her off at daycare so they could drop her off because I was working at the time, full time. Uh, They dropped her off to the wrong school. I, thinking ahead, made like a tag with my information on it so that just in case something like that happened, they would find her and she would be safe. Luckily, I made the tag and immediately the principal of the school that she was dropped off recognized that she wasn't supposed to be at the school and we got it sorted. Then she went to class and I don't know if her teacher expected to be dealing with a golden child or golden children because kids are kids, right? Like kids are kids. I got complaints about my daughter's behavior the next day. Mind you, I had to leave work early because I was just so devastated and so distraught and emotional because you know when you're pregnant you're just overly everything um from the fact that my daughter was lost and it was her first day of school that I could not even attend um and when I went to her school like when I addressed the teacher she addressed my daughter as her special child like my day was already traumatic you address my daughter as she's your special student, right? Child, whatever. You walk back into your classroom and the next day I get nothing but complaints on my phone. Mind you, I've been communicating with her the whole entire time. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but teachers have a way of making you feel like you're the worst parent in the world. Like, like you don't know what you're doing. And granted, we don't. If you have kids, you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing the best that you know. Does that make any sense? So I want to just tell you parents that are just beating yourselves up about your children's behavior. Or if you feel like you're not doing enough. You know what? You're doing what you can. And don't let no one make you feel any less or any different than how you feel already. If you weren't meant to be a parent, you wouldn't be. And I really believe that. So accept your blessings and and be the best parent that you know to be. We've all been kids before. And I, I, I think we can use our best judgments as to what worked for ourselves versus what didn't work for ourselves, right? So I guess in short, 
yeah, there are different parenting styles out there. And, and you know, I liked what was listed here. Like, they have spiritual and, parent, and holistic parenting. Um, and it's about respecting each child's individuality and to create the space for each child to develop his or her own beliefs based on his or her unique personality, you know? And then they have slow parenting, also known as, uh, I don't know, nutrient parenting. Um, It's a reactionary parenting response to both the stressful rat race mentality and the suffocating overprotective tendencies of modern Western parenting. The term slow parenting is a term that has been created on the basis of, um, I don't know, this book called Under Pressure, Rescuing Our Children from the Culture of Hyper-Parenting, okay? So, like, there are just so many different, I say do what works best for you. Okay, I were I was raised, I'd like to believe, in authoritative parenting um, household. Um, it's characterized by high behavior control, okay, and high parental responsiveness. I really think that each parenting type and style really should be used depending on the, on the situation. I believe in all of the, I really like what every parenting style has to offer. And I believe that, you know, in certain situations you need to be each type of these parents. You need to do that, you know? And um, I'd like to, I guess if you go on my Facebook page or if you private message me, I'll send you the website but it's positiveparentingalley.com and it's it's pretty interesting stuff but I'd like to hear your opinions and what you feel your parenting style is and do you agree with me do you agree that you should be all all types of parenting styles depending on the situation I like to hear your point of view Well, that's my take on parenting. Um, I'd love to hear yours. Thanks for listening.